Today's episode of Birds with Friends is brought to you by Robinhood. With Robinhood, you can invest in stocks, options, and ETFs right from your phone. You can even spend and earn interest on uninvested cash. And with fractional shares, you can buy stocks in any amount, including companies like Apple, Amazon, and Tesla, for as little as $1. And that's with no commission fees or account minimums. So whether you are new to investing and ready to learn, or just looking for a better experience, stop waiting and join the 10 million Robinhood users. Listeners can get started with a free stock by going to birdswithfriends.robinhood.com. That's birdswithfriends, one word, .robinhood.com. All investments involve risk. This is not investment advice, a recommendation, or a solicitation of any security. Other fees may apply. Visit rbnhd.co slash fees. The free stock program is subject to certain limitations. Annual percentage yield on uninvested cash is paid by program banks and is variable. Robinhood Financial is not a bank. Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bowen shielding the cut, picking it cooler than two penguins. Still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo and you coming at you with stats and things flapping their wings. I'm going to have the rest of my life with these kids. Wow. Get, we got to get that in a drop uh, immediately. Let's edit that one out. That didn't come out quite There's no editing. No, no editing yeah, on this that's podcast. That's the one with Birds with Friends. No editing. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second Birds with Friends of the day. On Thursday, from the Senior Bowl, Bo Wolf here in the car. On the way to Pensacola with my special guest, driving the car, making his, I believe, second appearance Yes, on the podcast, Mr. Jimmy Kemsky. Hello, Bo. Uh, driving with one hand, one, one, the other hand on the microphone. We are, yeah, we're all coming up to a red light, and so I'm really looking forward to somebody looking over <laughs> and seeing that there are two people in the car both holding microphones. Uh, uh, first of all, thank you for the ride. Yeah, of course. We're going to... It's like an hour-long drive. This is very nice. Do you know what the Pensacola Airport uh, abbreviation is? Or, or airport code or whatever you call it? I believe it? it's PNS. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, very, uh, very on brand for uh, the Throckmorton <laughs> fans among you. Um, how was your week here at the Senior Bowl, Mr. Kemsky? It was the most sober I've ever been at the Senior Bowl. You took a lot of, you, took, you got a lot of sleep. This was I a big... I did get a lot of sleep. Have you ever been to Cookout, by the way? I've not. Oh, Cookout is the best. Oh, okay. Very fantastic. Um, did you get a lot of sleep last night, too? Did you pull the same move? So last night I had... Two nights ago, I texted you at about 11 o'clock, like, are you on your way out? Are you going out or something? Right, and, said, and I, uh, I'd woken uh, up after five hours of sleep. That's already. right. Oh, you know what? I texted you at like nine, and then you texted back two hours right. later. Yes, yes I right. woke it up. What's going on here? Yeah, well, I'm already stopping because it's a red light. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to put your hand up at me. I like that this is, we've got a we've got a traffic cop <laughs> training in other traffic, so it's a traffic cop. Oh, you think that's training? In training. Yeah. It does look like it's training. It does, right? This is how you wave your hand. Right. <laughs> yeah. So good. the first night, uh I I got well, I mean I, I think everyone was pretty much fired after that first day. Yes. And uh I, w- I got back to the room at like six. Oh, you know, this is the this is the peril of staying off campus. You, yes. You know, oh, we you weren't know, downtown. I, I wasn't so downtown. That's, so yeah. that's a, that's a that's an iffy move to begin with. Yes. 
And uh, I got back to the room, debating whether I was going to order food or just wait, uh, you know, meet up with people. Lay down. Next thing I know, I wake up. It's 11 o'clock. Everyone already out. What a dream. <laughs> already what a, out about. What a dream that is. And I, <laughs> and I woke up thrilled with myself that I actually uh, yeah, fell asleep. I was jealous. <laughs> and then you did it again last night? That's right. Last night was a little different. I ate uh, steak and shake. Oh, nice. I had a cheeseburger. I had chicken fingers. I had uh, two orders of fries. Nice. And a those, shake. Those skinny fries at steak and shake. They're those very are good, good yeah. yes. And I had a shake. And, uh, I mean, that had to have been like 2,500 calories total or more. And I just felt like hell and I just passed out. But you looked it. like heaven. Yes. But I'm very well rested after this trip. I'm going to do my best. Uh, I will, I will, after the last episode, when which I was driving in the passenger seat, I was castigated for, uh, talking about Zach's driving. So I will, I will avoid doing that. But I will say in the beginning, if we get in an accident and both die, that, Means that Zach is a better driver than you. <laughs> well, what was it? What were you getting? What were you getting criticized for? I was getting criticized for talking about Zach's driving while he was driving. Zach didn't like that. Or no, the, Zach or, didn't or mind. The, Zach the was a good sport like about it. it. The, the listener okay. said I was a terrible um, you know, front seat driver, which is fair. I would get okay. that if I was driving too. But I was doing it for the listeners to I, let them know and set the scene. You know. Well, I don't. I don't really envision anyone having a problem with my driving. I'm a standing driver. <laughs> I mean, I'm standing. Reasonably aggressive driver. Okay, that's good. As I'm not going like, to let as we let the brick truck in. Here. We're, getting, we're literally getting hot. Is that somebody right like what, what? What? He's letting in the brick truck. I'm letting dude. the guy in, asshole. <laughs> All right, this is good stuff. This what is am I supposed to do? Like make, make him wait in the middle of the road so he gets hit? <laughs> uh, this is interesting because one of the questions that was, that was perfect been, timing on the discussion on the was, drive yeah, yeah, as yeah. I'm getting honked at. We're actually not even in the car. I did We're just nothing wrong. The simulation. We got, uh, <laughs> we've got a soundboard with honks. Uh, this is interesting because one of the questions I've been asking prospects this week is, "What gets you to honk?" Oh, okay. What gets you to honk? Uh, so my biggest pet peeve is when the light is green and you're waiting, or so the person, there's somebody like just waiting. They don't go out into the middle of the intersection oh, yes. to make the lights. Yes. They'll just wait they, before uh, the intersection. It's like they don't if, understand. If they do, and then you're behind them. And they're going to still go. <laughs> well, they yeah. might not even go they sometimes. Go, yeah. That'll get me to honk every time. I'll give a honk. I'll just go. I'll first gently motion with right. my hand. Move out move into out, the middle. Buddy, move out. Keep move going. Out. And then if they don't, then I'll give a maybe a little more aggressive honk. And then if they're not, there's really nothing you can do. They just don't know what they're doing well, at that I mean, point. Well, murder. <laughs> right just buy a gun but. how about you i got another pet peeve when you're done we'll volley this back and okay. forth uh you know the only time i really honk nowadays is if is if someone's like merging into my lane and doesn't see me okay uh, oh well, yeah but that's that's reasonable that's course, like that's i don't want to get hit honk. yeah of course of course uh but i did i did once um you know in new york the finger is yeah know, an everyday occurrence it's, it's no big deal. It's like saying hello. Right. Uh, and then, so one day I was driving in Philly, and uh, the light turned green. And the second the light turned green, the guy behind me honked at me. Oh, yeah, that's not And okay. so I flipped him, I flipped him the bird. <laughs> right. yeah. And then he, he was very angry. He pulled up next to me, like rolled down his window, and was like, you are, you're lucky I'm not going to beat you up. Like, like you're lucky this is, this is a bad day for me, or like, something like that. Like, yeah. Like, okay, calm down, dude. You know what the move Take there is? You know, you know, well, not maybe not the move, but you know how you make people even matter? 
Yeah, we can you see take a picture here. of her while they're doing that. <laughs> oh, that's they good. Don't, people don't like that. <laughs> I like that. That's I got good. another one for you. Okay. When you pull up to a light and uh, you have multiple lanes and one is going straight, but the far right lane, you can either go straight or go right. And if they're all open and somebody goes in the far right lane, but they're going straight. Mm. So if you want to make a right at that light, yeah, red, yeah, yeah. that one guy is just blocking you. Yeah. Have some awareness. Don't be in that right lane. I think that's a good, that's a good message. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, what are your other pet, what other pet peeves do you have in your life? Oh, uh, I have a lot of, you know, grammar pet peeves. I talked about the that who on the podcast the other day with the draft writers. I used to do that and I corrected myself. As, as a professional writer, I did that who <laughs> incorrectly and I have since perfected it. Actually, Noah Becker used to correct me on my incorrect usage of compliment and compliment. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because I would use, I always use the I version of compliment no matter what. <laughs> and I just, that's, I just pretended like the E version of compliment. As a as a, a way to pay him back, why don't you now compliment something about Noah with, Becker? With an I. Uh, Noah Becker is one of my favorite haters on the earth. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I think he would take that as a tremendous <laughs> of compliment. Of course he would. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, my you know the the uh, the misplaced apostrophe s the the possessive when there shouldn't be one is a you know oh, a big right. one of mine. Yes, but that's you know that's it's becoming ubiquitous, but it's uh, so so obvious and so terrible. The worst part of uh, bad grammar is when like you first start dating somebody Ooh. and you like them, and then you start like texting with them more. And then uh, you just see how bad their grammar is. It's like, oh, what am I? Like, I, it's over at that point. I think. Right. Well, yeah. It's like, you I know, can't do it. You dating a dummy. <laughs> right. And they can be totally reasonably smart person right. otherwise when you're talking to them. But then you start seeing. How do you feel about spelling? Like, like uh, I think that. I'm more liable to, to uh, accept a bad speller than like. It's pretty the, hard to mess up nowadays because I you get the red true. squiggly line now. Yeah. And the autocorrect. And it's hard to be a bad speller, I would say. And now, for those of you uh, who aren't aware, hard, that's H-A-R-D. Yes. Uh, so, I guess we should talk a little bit about the Eagles. You broke a story yesterday. I did. Scott McGluin, the man who uh, was in Washington for a little bit, and has, I think it had been public that he had been uh, consulting with some teams. Yeah, the Browns were one. Okay. Uh, there may have been another one. Actually, oh, uh, yeah, he was involved in the Baker thing, right? There was another one that I know of. The Baker Mayfield with the Browns? Uh, was he involved with that? Maybe. I don't know. It's funny because he, he... This said, is interesting. Sherwin-Williams honey-baked ham. That's an interesting <laughs> branding. <laughs> they, share, they share a building. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> uh, he was actually uh, consulting with the Eagles when they picked Wentz. Okay. And before they traded up to two. And he said, like, in a, you know, and he said on the record at one point, that he would take Wentz over any of the other quarterbacks. Interesting. Because he's been, he's been consulting with the Eagles for uh, since he got fired by Washington. Okay. So it's been over three years. Wow. Um, and then you can kind of look back at like, like I started looking back at some of the, you know, the, the former Washington players that the Eagles have signed. Mm. Like, Is he uh, a Washington guy? Oh, the former Washington, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Washington, R- yes. R- R- words. Yes, thank you. Thank you for not saying it. <laughs> uh Who's the running back, the big guy that they had? Matt Jones. Yes, he was clearly a McLuhan guy. <laughs> yeah, he, and he was not he good. He was not very good. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, we'll pin that one who on, else, on, on who else have they had? I mean, they sent 
Wendell Smallwood and Trayvon Hester over there. But. Yeah. Well, there's Zach Brown. Zach Brown. Maybe he had yeah, something to do with that. Of course, that. he was. Uh, Nate Sudfeld for great. sure. Nate Sudfeld. That's a good one. He loved Nate Sudfeld. Um, but I don't know. But yeah, so he he was he's, he has his own consulting business. Okay. He works out of Colorado, I believe, and he was doing consulting for the Browns. And there was another team that I don't think it's out there. I don't remember what it is, but uh, it's it, I think it's just three teams: the Browns. I don't know if he's still working for the Browns, but Browns, Eagles, and some other team. Is there some uh, like inside baseball to the reporting and the scoopage of that that you, that you want to share? Is there anything interesting? I cannot. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't go there. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Scott McGlewin, he's a he's a weird guy with the one T. Is that right? Yes, he's one T. Did that trip you up when you were writing the post? And then actually, when I wrote the post, I googled him quickly. I knew how to spell his name, but I just, you know, just to be sure. And on his own Twitter account, he doesn't have the camel case. So his second C is, oh. is, is lowercase, but then everywhere else you look at, you look at his name, it does have the camel case. Right. So I didn't know what to do. Like, <laughs> what, the, just, what the hell is going on here? This guy just literally <laughs> ran across the road as, as Jimmy's driving. It's a highway, by the way. <laughs> like, like, yeah, <laughs> right that would also me. be a fun part of the podcast is <laughs> if we yeah, kill a guy. Right. If you, well, yes. <laughs> of course it would. <laughs> uh, so I saw everywhere else that it was camel case. And I had to make that decision. Right. And I went. I decided that Scott McLuhan just didn't know how to spell his own name. I think that's the right read. Yeah, I think that's the right read. I trusted Wikipedia over McLuhan himself. As you should. I mean, <laughs> who knows what was in the system when he set up that Twitter account. <laughs> right. Um, what do you make of the, the just the overall lack of jobs on the Eagles coaching staff right now? Four jobs open, none filled yet. I wonder if not they a lot have of reporting. Any. I'm sure that they are. Uh, there are some reporting now. Was Adam Kaplan? I, I saw some uh, scuttlebutt on Twitter. I didn't. I didn't listen to the podcast, but he said that uh, I believe if what was tweeted was accurate, that he that uh, he believes it's Matt Burke as the defensive line coach. Makes and sense. Jeremiah Wash- Washburn, son of Jim, going to be like the assistant defensive line coach. Will uh, Will there be bad blood between? Son of Jim and Brandon Graham? Oh, that's a good question. Now, from what Brandon I understand... Graham famously did not yes. get along with uh, Jim Washburn. From what I understand, Jeremiah is a, uh, a different cat, different kind of cat than his dad. You know, over maybe overcorrected from the way that his dad was and tried to be <laughs> okay. complete opposite. Uh, but so he has that, emotional intelligence? That's a good question. Saying? That's a good question. As if Now, he was also like, he was an offensive line guy with the Lions. So, uh, yes. So, well, how, I, so like I looked him up and I couldn't find like, you know, a list of everywhere he's been. I didn't look very hard. <laughs> I'm sure I could have found that eventually. But uh, what else, do, you, do you know of the other jobs that he's had or has it just been? I don't know off the top of my head, yeah. but I can try to pull it up on my phone. Uh, what do you think about offensive coordinator? Well, uh, I thought Graham Harrell was uh, intriguing in that he could have brought some new ideas to the table. Um, the sense that I got from somebody I knew was that when they brought... So I knew that they had brought somebody in when he was there. I didn't I didn't have a name. <laughs> so I didn't really have much of a scoop there. Okay. <laughs> I knew somebody was interviewing that day, but I didn't know who. And uh, I was told that they, like, were, they, you know, wanted to hire whoever that was. But they just didn't know who. I mean, that's. I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> I know that sounds like you know weird or whatever. But uh, 
Uh, I think they did. Do you think they knew who it was? I think the Eagles had an inkling of who they were of who they were interviewing. Do you think they did know who they were interviewing? Probably. It wasn't just like bringing someone in for an interview. Let's hire him. Oh wait, who is it? It was the guys that like uh, had the fire Andy signs out on the uh, (laughs) on the curb that day. They got yelled at. Who was that? Kelsey and Mathis. That went out there and yelled at them. It was those guys. They they still just hang out outside the Novacare. Good for them. Um, so yeah, I, I think, uh, they, I think they wanted to hire him and, uh, just didn't work out as far as who's going to be going forward. I got to kind of tip my hat to the Eagles there because they have, and I don't know if this is necessarily the, the right tact, but obviously they want to keep it very quiet what they're doing and they've, you know, kept things from kind of leaking. So, you know, I really don't know where they're going with, with that. Defensive, uh, yeah, the defensive backs coach they got to fill too. Defensive line coach and uh, wide receivers coach. And uh, who's who had the report that that uh, they were going to you know teams were turning them down or I'm sorry, uh, potential coaching hires were turning them down because they wanted to wait a few weeks to make a hire. I don't remember who has that report, but you saw that report. I heard, right? Yeah. Um, that in that sense, that like, can't I mean, be right, can it? Yeah, <laughs> like they're going to pass on guys because right. they don't want to hire anyone. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that means they, if they were interested in Harold, he he's gone, and so they have their eye on someone else who they can't quite hire yet. If 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 it is like, if it's true that they ha- they are committed to not <laughs> announcing it for another yeah. week, it means they have somebody in mind. And probably. if that's the case, Doug and Howie would have just been in Mobile, right, to yeah, scout players. That's probably true. Jeremiah Washburn during his 17 years in the league has worked both as an offensive line coach and a scout, most recently serving as the Miami Dolphins offensive line coach in 2018. From 2003 to 2008, he worked with the, as a Ravens player personnel assistant, so he's, that means he probably worked with Joe Douglas and Andy Weidel, yeah. and, and an area scout in 2009 to 2012. Then he transitioned to coaching in 2009 when he was hired by the Lions as the assistant offensive line coach. Okay, so he may not even have a coaching role if they hire him. Well, he's, he's already been on the Eagle staff. Yeah. He was on okay. the staff last year. Okay. As a special projects coordinator. Advanced projects coordinator. Okay. So. Do we know anything about the Dolphins 2018 line? I know I don't. Well, I think we know they uh, didn't have uh, a consistent set of bullying abuses. Right? That was. <laughs> yeah. I love how uh, Hard Knocks just glossed over the, the uh, incognito. Yeah, like, oh, uh, yeah, he's really, he's he's really dealt with a lot. He's like, it's a great story. <laughs> he's, uh, he's gone through a lot in his day. Oh, you mean when he wanted to sever right. his dead father's head? <laughs> that is true. Let's look at the offensive line of the Dolphins. While Tunsil was... So that would have been his first year there. Yeah. Or was that his second year? Impossible to say. No one will ever know. Uh, You're talking... What do we got? This is very unhelpful. I can name one offensive lineman from that team. It's not good. I feel like I should do better than that. Even if it's the Dolphins. I don't really care about it all. Uh, Here we go. I found the red page. Okay. As we... Are you on our lads? Continue to go through Pensacola. No, we, I'm on Pro Football Reference. It, it, the page is loading. 
So this is good stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to think of uh, other Dolphins offensive linemen. Oh, I got one. Juwan James was the right tackle. Ah, nice. And still is, I believe. From Tennessee? Yes. First rounder. Who's a first round pick? Yes. Mm. Good pick. Mike Tannenbaum, probably. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Jesse Davis. I do not know who that is. Right guard. Okay. Juwan James and Larry Tunsil. Boom. Ted Larson. Ah, old Ted. At left guard. Larson with an E, of course. And Travis Swanson was the starting center. Okay. Mr. Larson is who, Bo? Who's the, who's the most well-known Mr. Larson? Uh, Bree's husband? Incorrect. He's the big guy in Happy Gilmore. That's his name? Mr. Larson. You know what? I'm, uh, I'm very angry with myself for not getting it. How was my driving so far, by the way? Very good. Un- unremarkable is, is how I would describe it. You're, okay. doing, you're doing a good job. Thanks. Uh, what have you thought about the Senior Bowl? Who's impressed you? If you had a water gun to your head, this is the question she'll ask me. Uh, water gun to your head, two players from this week who you would, you would bet will find their way onto the Eagles somewhere. Can, can somehow. I give you like radio guest? Voice here, yeah. Please, I'm gonna answer this like yeah, like somebody asked me like on. Oh, like let a me radio give it to you. Let me let okay, me give it right, to you. Right, okay. right. So uh, so Jim, you're down there at the Senior Bowl. Uh, let me tell me who's jumped out to you. Are there any sleepers? And is there anybody who you think you know push come to shove is going to find their way onto this Eagles roster in 2020? Yeah, but it's a good question. See, um, heading into this week, I thought that uh, Javon Kinlaw, the defensive tackle from South Carolina, was sort of the highest rated prospect. Uh, heading in, and he certainly didn't disappoint. He looked tremendous in week, uh, the, the first, excuse me, the first day of practices was just absolutely dominating in one-on-one matchups. And then the other guy who I thought was uh, very good on that first day, and actually wound up wearing a walking boot on day two, was Marlon Davidson, the defensive tackle again uh, from Auburn. Now Davidson is an interesting case because he weighed in at the Senior Bowl at two ninety-seven, whereas uh, he was listed all season long at 278, so substantial difference there. 20 pounds heavier. I think there was some question whether he was going to be a defensive end or a defensive tackle in the NFL. Now there's no doubt he's going to be a defensive tackle in the NFL, and I think he fits in the Eagles' scheme as a penetrating three-tech defensive tackle. Yeah, but Jimmy, if I know my Eagles fans, I know they're thinking, we need speed, we need receivers, mm, yes. and you didn't mention a single receiver. Tell me about the receivers down at Mobile. Well, Bo, uh, the receivers at the top of the class this year are really all underclassmen. You have your, you know, your Jerry Judy and your and your Henry Ruggs from Alabama, you and your Judy your, Jerry. You have your C.D. Lamb from from uh, Oklahoma. You know, you have your T. Higgins from Clemson. You have your Lavisca Chenault. You have your uh, I know I'm missing somebody here, but the, all all those guys are underclassmen. So what you have at the Senior Bowl here are a lot of guys that are probably going to be day two, day three picks. There was one receiver by the name of Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State. Has some speed, has some qualities that the Eagles should be interested in this 2020 NFL draft. But fortunately, he was flagged uh, heading into the, uh, this week of practices for uh, an injury that's not yet known. They'll release that at some point when the week of practices is over. Sounds like the Eagles medical staff is in charge <laughs> down there, Jimmy. Boy, howdy, Bell. <laughs> 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 but he's a player to watch. But again, there's nobody from uh, this this crop of receivers that the Eagles are going to draft in the first round. I don't think. 
Good show. Good stuff. Thanks. You like that? Yeah, that was good. uh, That's my radio hit voice. The stage is set. It's down to the best of the best as we crown the football champion. Don't miss out. Get in on all the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. DraftKings Sportsbook is the place to get all your big game bets in. Head to the app right now and check out all that they have to offer, including countless prop bets and football squares like Kirk Cousins. Plus, DraftKings Sportsbook is a safe, secure, and reliable betting app. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. And to top it all off, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering their best sign-up offer to date right now. You don't want to miss this. Download the top-rated sportsbook app now and use code TOSS for a limited time. All new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out with a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Don't forget that's code TOSS, T-O-S-S, and get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Pennsylvania only in partnership with Meadows Racetrack and Casino. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match each. Up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So is there anybody you think, like, late rounds you think, uh, like, seems like an Eagles fit to you? Yeah, so uh, the guy that I think that Jim Schwartz is going to like is the uh, UCLA corner. Ooh. Uh, Darnay Holmes. Yes, Darnay Holmes. Number 17 at the Senior Bowl. Number three in your hearts. And uh, I, I think he's going to like him because of his aggressiveness, his swagger, his confidence. Gave up a couple plays early in day one. Bounced back. Had a short memory. Came back from those, as, as often happens with Jalen Mills, where he gets toasted and doesn't care, just keeps playing the way he plays. I have a real I have that a, finger. I have a serious question for you. Yes. How much do you think, and will it be a positive or a negative, will the Eagles front office weigh the fact that the guy played for Chip Kelly? <laughs> That's actually a pretty good question. Like, how awkward will that be for whoever goes into UCLA right. for pro days and whatever? Right. I don't, it's a good question. Like those think, those UCLA a, guys, I, their agent needs to tell them when you go in for the Eagles, trash the coaching staff. Like I'm on I'm on alert that you know you're going to be asking joking questions, but that's not a joking question at all. Like, yeah, I that's, no, that's, yeah, I think I think like that's a legit question. And but there's also like you could tell you could convince me that there is. Uh, like they would talk themselves into taking the person because they want to prove that this person <laughs> right. will flourish under them right. as opposed to how they played under Chip. Yeah, I can see that. So like if you if, if, if a guy comes there, in... There are two like, guys. Josh Kelly was, was, right. was the running back. Chip's son, show. of course. Yes. And I think he, his skill set kind of fits what you know the Eagles do. Right. So there are legit prospects coming out of that school that the Eagles should have interest in. It's how he sure as hell hasn't gone to that pro day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. He might show up to the pro day, wear his Super Bowl ring. Right, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, like. I'm in your house, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many that, games did they win this year, by the way? Was it five? Uh, I think that sounds about right. I think that was more than. Uh, Who's to say? Some of us uh, projected. That's true. Uh, okay. Still a bad season. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, that is a legit question, and I, I uh, I'm curious when their pro day is because now I'm going to have that on uh, on my mind. What 
do you think I, uh, scrap that question not a good question <laughs> as we're driving uh, over the over the bay here in mobile as the rain comes down uh did you want to talk about our favorite names from the week sure what's the best way to do this well I'll just... michael p ryan yes he uh right because his name his name looks like Lamisol. Lamacal. Lamacal. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like uh, like uh, a hygienic product. Yeah, cream. Lama- Sounds like a Lama- cream. Lamacal. Yeah. Yeah. Lamacal. Even more so. But, yeah. Lamacal Pal. He's uh, related, by the way, to Samaje. Samaje, yeah. P. Ron. I like him, actually. Kindle Vindle? Kindle Vindle. Yes. Do you like Javon Kinlaw? It's okay. As a name or as a player? Both. I like him as a player. You think he'll be there at 21? No, I think he's gone. I think he'll go. And I think if he isn't, if he is still there, I know that like, and I think they should absolutely draft a receiver high. Like they can't, they can't wait on that. And then they're all well, gone. You know, this is the thing that Howie has done in the past couple of years. You know, running back is loaded in 2017. He waits and gets done up on free. <laughs> right. Last year, defensive line is loaded. He waits and gets nobody until Sharif Miller. This year, wide receivers loaded. You know, you want to take a guy at the top. Yes, but I think they have to aggressively attack wide receiver. But at the same time, I think defensive, defensive tackle, tackle is the is second a, biggest. Yeah, over corner. Well, my I say this because you have receiver one, right? Oh yeah, okay. of course. I believe that the Eagles will be aggressive in free agency. At corner, they will not. They will not enter fair. the draft like needing to fill one of the starting corner positions. Okay. Whereas but I, I don't. Right now, you think the corner it. is a bigger need, though, right? Like right yeah, now, like the short term. Yeah, okay. of course. Yeah, okay. But uh, my expectation for what it will look like come draft time is that it will be. We still need speed. We still need some juice at wide receiver. Yeah, because there's nobody available in free agency who they're going to be able to sign. Here's one way I can put that, maybe. You and then they're not going to sign a defensive tackle because they've got Malik Jackson, but they still need somebody young who's going to eventually replace Fletcher Cox. Like, right. Yeah, I agree that you can't you can't count on Malik Jackson. This team, even before he lasted yeah. one week with, and then you know went down for the season with, with what is kind of a pain in the ass of an injury. Uh, I mean, his team cut him the year before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, I don't know if we could really count on him last year either. Uh, although I did thought he had, a, he had a good camp, but whatever. Um, here's how I'll put. Here's how I'll put those needs. If this makes any, any sense, I don't think you can count on a on an early round corner to automatically step in and, and be good right away. I agree. Whereas you can count on that. To a, I mean, maybe you can. If you're drafting a defensive you, tackle, in the your first expectation round, should be expect- that that they that they that they you know, make contribute. an impact. As yes. A yes. yes, I totally agree, and that's not the case at corner. Um, so yeah, so. Like and it's also a very good it, defensive tackle draft, by the way. Right. And so that, I think it's possible that Kinlaw can make it to 21. Like, if if the receivers get pushed up the board and the quarterbacks go early, you know, it's 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 sort of uh, buyer's choice. You could make the case that Kinlaw is going to be, like, the fourth defensive tackle up the board. It's, it's not necessarily likely, but right. there's other guys there who people could like better. And there's a lot of uh, offensive tackles that are going to go early, like right. really early. You think there's... You think there could be four quarterbacks? Could be. Could yeah. Be. Love and Herbert. Right? Yeah. If they get moved up. Well, Tua, Love, Herbert, and then... Burrow. Oh, right, Burrow. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. Four, yeah, those four guys, I believe, are going to go yeah. before the Eagles pick. Yeah. And I think the receivers are going to get pushed up. Like, I think I think it's wishful thinking. Pushed up or pushed back? Pushed up. Okay. I think like Henry Ruggs is not going to be there at 21. Okay. I think. I think Ruggs, Judy, Lamb are all going to go in the top 15. Would you find T. Higgins to be an acceptable choice at 21? I have not watched him enough to have an opinion. He has. He doesn't uh, seem to me. My quick thought is he doesn't seem quite as fast as I would like. Okay. You tell me. I have a, I, li- I do like him. Okay. I don't think fast. I, so obviously fast is what they should be gunning for. Like they need team speed clearly. Yes. But I'll, I'll also make the point that they have nothing at receiver. Right. Yeah. So like they need not, literally yeah. everything. Yeah. They need true. every kind of skill set that, that there is at receiver. And the one thing about Higgins, if, even if he doesn't have elite speed, what he does do is he still makes a ton of plays like way down the field. Okay. Like his yards per catch is right around 20. Are we talking about J.J. Ortega Whiteside contested catches? No, or? no, no, no. We're talking, well, some of them are, but I mean, we're also talking about him making plays like deeper down the field. Whereas I feel like the J.J., you know, sort of quote unquote highlight reel yeah. was him making catches in the end zone, which is yeah. fine and good, but it's not what, it's, he's not T. Higgins. Okay. T. Higgins is not J.J. Ortega Whiteside. You like a T. Higgins? I like a T. Higgins. I would not be thrilled with taking him at 21 for yeah. the Eagles. I did actually have him in my – uh, I like <laughs> I like your uh, na-na-na-na-na-na tease an article. <laughs> uh, but in my my Eagles-only mock draft, well, I'm gonna have an version 1.0, I did have T. Higgins as their pick. Oh, nice. I'm going to have an Eagles-only senior bowl mock draft oh, okay. for tomorrow. So. So who do you go around on there? Enjoy both as a teaser. I'm going to go with Ken Law. Okay, I'm going to go with. Ken yeah, it's really the only guy that you can go with. There, it's the only guy you can the go only with guy. because it's not going to be a quarterback. Like you can make the case for Davidson or Gallimore, but you know. Can I guess the rest of your draft? Well, I haven't put it together yet. Oh. So you can. We can. We can talk uh, some of it through. All right. Let me. Let me. Let me guess round two. I'm on two. the fence about round two. Uh, I'm going to say there's like, there's, there's like two or three <laughs> ways to go. Denzel Mims. No. No. I'm okay. No? All right. Uh, but I have my eye. Oh, it's, it's, the, the, I, if I don't take a receiver in the second round, Denzel Mims will be one of the two third-round picks. Okay, that's fair. Well, so are you counting Brandon Ayuk? I am not counting Brandon Ayuk. Okay. So that makes it much that would make Because that, that would be an easy second-round pick for you. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, they have to have played this week. Okay. So I am – you could go – like you could go Michael Pittman. Yeah. Uh, I guess. I would not. I would not. He's okay. Either. I like. I actually like. He him, seems but. okay. Uh, you could go another defensive lineman. You know, you could go with uh, who's the, the Florida Greener. edge rusher? Greener. You could go with Strobridge. Yes, uh, Strobridge. One of the names that I like, by the way, as a name. Yeah, Tommy okay. and I. Uh, Tommy and I decided that Strobridge sounds like a Pepperidge Farm brand. That doesn't sound like a good pass rusher. Like to Strobridge me, cookies. Almonds, cashews, and a and a hint of nutmeg. That sounds lovely. Yeah, uh, you could go like if you if you're getting a little a little crazy, you could go interior offensive line. Again, double up? No offensive. Oh, line. offensive line. Offensive okay, line. yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, who would you go there? Uh, like a Cushionberry or a Hennessy, but that doesn't seem. I wouldn't uh, do it like for a me. good. Yeah, it certainly wouldn't do it for me. Either. That the, the, uh, no, the readers would not like. There's that. no corners. Who seem like like a, a good second round pick no. there to me, and then safety like you could go Kyle Duggar if you want, but that seems a little pricey also. Yeah, agreed. so I think it's going to come down to you'll get a lot of reach Pittman or Greenard or Strobridge, probably. Yeah, 
And then from there, you got to fill out receiver. you got to add some more secondary guys. How about like a Marlon Davidson? Where do you think he falls? Seems like a second round, round pick. Round one or round, round two? Second round pick, I think. Interestingly, Daniel Jeremiah had him cracking the Yeah, and pretty high. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like 29. In his mock draft, yeah. yeah. But he did not. I believe he was in the 30s in the top 50. Okay. I could be wrong about that. I like his top 50. Yeah, it's More than any of the other, you know, top 50s or top 100s. Well, I like Dane Brugger's top 100. Okay. Dane, Dane does a great job, actually. Dane's, Dane's fantastic. Excuse me. A little hurky jerk didn't there. Didn't huh? jolt you there. Uh, <laughs> All right, there's one check mark. <laughs> uh, Benito Jones is a fun name. He's, his body type is a little too close to Elijah Qualls for me. Oh, I'm not saying he's a good player. <laughs> I just like the name Benito Jones. Yeah, I can't fault you there. He's what, 6'1", 320? I think that's exactly what Elijah Qualls was. 6'1", 329. It was listed oh, okay. as. I don't have the official weigh-in on here. But yes, Benito Jones, fantastic name, of course. I think you can go with the generic last name if you have a cool first name exactly. like Benito. Exactly. You don't want to. So, you don't want you too don't, much. No, you don't want like a Benito Mussolini. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, that's too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too aggressive. You give the guy too much power. You know what? For as bad a guy as Benito Mussolini was, the name does kind of roll off the tongue. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's how he got so powerful. Yes. That's how he got so much power. Right. Um. Okay, I'm looking through the names here. Some other names I like. Michael Hasty is a, a great guy. name for a running back. I don't think he's a very good player. But uh, who's he? Is that a TCU guy? Baylor. Oh, Baylor. Okay. Yeah. Hasty. Hasty is a great name for a running back. Yeah. Right. Because you're trying to you're trying to mm. get up the field in haste. That's right. It's good. Okay. <laughs> you ever been to Waffle House? Jim? I have, yes. Uh, there used to be the Waffle House by Lehigh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And they had one of those uh, signs that, like, like McDonald's does this sometimes, where they just have it, like, 100 yards in the air. Like, they just have it on the, on the huge uh, pole. Yeah, yeah. Waffle House had yeah, one yeah, of those. Yeah. Please correct me if I'm wrong on that, listeners. But I'm pretty sure Waffle House had one of those obnoxiously high signs. What is your? I'll give you another of the questions that I've been asking the prospects this week. What is your go-to fast food order? What is your number? Your number one fast uh, food order? Yeah. So I try to avoid that at all costs these days. But when I did, I would get the like at McDonald's. I'd go the number two, which is the, the two cheeseburgers. Okay. Uh, go plain, so just the cheese and the burger. That's it. It's good when the number two is two of something. Yes, agreed. That's Do you think great. they did that on purpose? That is definitely. That's a great job by them. Yeah. How about you? What was, what was yours? I would say probably either a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Oh, shit. I'm going 90. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse or not. I'm going 95 miles an hour all of a sudden. <laughs> but I'm just keeping up with the pace of traffic. So yeah, That's true. Yeah. That's true. Anyway, again, another question I asked the prospects this week: What's the fastest you've ever driven in a car? Oh, well, that's pretty probably pretty close. Uh, I've gone over. I've I've gone over a hundred. I think once in my life I have gone over a hundred. Um, yeah, and we we were by, by the way. Now, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to pat myself on the back here or like brag or anything like that. 
but I, I got to say that we are actually driving in. And I don't know how this happened. Like, I went to Enterprise, and I only paid like 130 bucks for my rental car for the week. Right. But they put me in a BMW X3. Mm. Like, this is crazy. Jimmy Kemsky's got, got and, uh, the juice. Ray. Big fans. <laughs> Ray with the Eagles. Yeah. They put him in a... <laughs> they put him... So I saw him get in his car right. after practice yesterday. He got into a Mustang. <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> I'm laughing. And uh, he's shaking his head. He's like, I stick out like a sore thumb. And I'm like, did you get that at the Pensacola Enterprise? And he goes, yep. That's <laughs> they're fantastic. Just, they're just handing out, ca- like, you know, cars that would normally be a wow. lot more to rent for whatever you booked it for. That's great. I don't know what they're doing. Pro tip, if you're going to Pensacola, <laughs> use Enterprise. Enterprise. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Uh, okay. You got any other, like, Eagles thoughts, Eagles predictions for, for the offseason? Uh, yeah. So, I think I'm with you on that. Um, they're going to go free agency at corner. And I just think they have no choice. Yeah, right, exactly. And they have no choice at receiver, too. They got to get one in free agency. Yeah, they got to do something. Because you can't, again, like I, like the point that we you just know, made like before, be you, like can't Perryman, like, you can't rely on a corner. You can't rely on a rookie wide receiver either. Yeah. Even if you get in the first round, you it's can't true. rely on that. So you got to get somebody competent in free agency. And then, and then again, because it's such a good wide receiver draft, you can't miss out on that opportunity. So I think wide receiver, I think they're going to spend in free agency, too. Like, you know, the days of, like, you know, the last couple of years where they're getting comp picks. Excuse, well, excuse the brand. And uh, I think, I, I mean, I, I think they... That's not happening this year. They also don't, like, the only guy who's going to sign somewhere else for, like, a really important qualifying pick is, I don't know, maybe Vitae? Yeah. And it's, it's not like that's going to be a third rounder that they need to protect. So it makes sense for them to take this offseason as... An opportunity to not worry about the comp picks. Yeah, the only other guy would be Mills, but I think he comes back. I think Mills comes back too. And then uh, you, know, you know, Darby could you know, qualify for like a fifth or something. Maybe, I'm curious. I'm curious. Like, Let's go. I'll give you. I'll turn the tables and interview you briefly. Okay. Let's uh, do quickly. Stay or go? Should I do? I'll, I'll give you one guy. Should I do position. my radio voice? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. I'll do mine too. Okay. I'm as I'm not. I'm not going to look at you because that, <laughs> I, mean, I feel the disconnect that you get when you're. <laughs> Right. On the radio. I'm not as uh, as uh, seasoned as the interviewer on the, oh, yeah. on the radio guy voice, but let's let's give it a go. I felt awkward about that one too. All right, Bo, let's uh, let's do a little round of stay and go. <laughs> Boing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, Jimmy. Let's do it. We'll go one position at a time. I'll pick one player at each position. Nate Sudfeld. That's a good question, Jimmy. And you know, you think about this Eagles team. And we know that they value that backup quarterback position. They paid a lot of money to get Josh McCown back last year. And I think we know that they value experience. And the other thing is we know they value the relationship that that player is going to have with Carson Wentz. Now, everything I know about Nate Sudfeld tells me that the guys in the locker room love him. I think the Eagles like him. I think they were prepared to enter the season with him as the number two quarterback. But I think he's also going to test the market. My gut, I say he probably stays, but I'm not as convinced about that as I would have been, say, two or three months ago. I have him as a stay as well. All right, Jordan Howard, running back. Oh, Joho. Well, you know, I think that Jordan Howard might be a a guy who comes back to the Eagles when he finds that there is not much of a market. I mean, you think last year the Eagles traded just a fifth-round pick to get him, even though he had been uh, productive and prolific in Chicago. And I don't anticipate that his market's going to be any stronger than it was last year. All he did was get injured and have another year of tread on the tires. So I think there's actually a chance he does come back. 
but it seems to me like one where if that happens, it wouldn't happen until a month or so into free agency. Okay. I have him as a uh, staying as well. Let's go wide receiver. This is the big one, though. Mm. Alshon Jeffrey. You know what? Like, it seems crazy that the Eagles would be willing to just bite the bullet and uh, take the, the tax that it would cost, all the dead money, to just release Alshon Jeffrey. The other option is they, you know, tag, they tack on a draft pick so someone takes him off their hands. But I just cannot envision them bringing Alshon Jeffrey back. So I say go. Yeah, I think they cut him. Because I don't think anyone's going to trade for him. I think I, even if you even if you attach an asset to it, I don't think anyone's touching it. I him. think that's right. I think you, better better to do it now than let it linger. Tight end. Uh, we really aren't. Let's go, Dick Rod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Richard Rogers, if he comes back, the Eagles should just fold the franchise. <laughs> yeah, I think he will be back. I think I think he's coming back on the same way that he was the last two years. They yeah. just sign him at some point. They should only bring him back for the softball game so I, they can watch him <laughs> hit those massive dingers, and then they should let him go. I think they sign him in May. All right. Uh, offensive tackle, Jason Peters. It's a, good, it's a good one. It's a tough one, but it shouldn't be a tough one. The Eagles drafted Andre Dillard last year. They moved up to trade to trade for him to get him. It should be a no brainer. It should be a no brainer. <laughs> but you know, it's Jason Peters. He's the owner's best friend. Who's going to look <laughs> him in the eye and tell him we don't want you anymore, Jason? But still, water gun to my head, as we like to say on the Birds with Friends podcast, which you can listen to on the Athletic or anywhere podcasts are given to your ears. Water gun to my head. I think he's gone. All right, uh, interior O line. Um, you know what? This gives us a chance to, again, tease your Jason Kelsey article. But you talk to him all season long and uh, have a good feel for you know, how he feels in comparison to other seasons when he has com- contemplated retirement. So there we go, Jason Kelsey. Well, that's right. You retire can, or not retire. You can read that story on The Athletic, and, and I do hope that you all do that. Uh, I think it's a good sort of taste of what it's like to, to play in the NFL. It's an awesome story. And my sense, well, thank you very much. And my, my sense is that Jason wants to come back. There's no doubt that his passion for the game remains. Uh, he had, you know, from his standards, a pretty healthy season, even though uh, from the human body standards, it might not be the case. I think he's probably back. I think the Eagles can count on maybe one more year of Jason Kelsey. But all right. again, he's a, he's a guy who considers all the options. I think he will take some time this offseason to see how his body feels before he makes a decision. Defensive end, does he make the team or not? Sharif Miller. That's a good one. He's going to be back, obviously, in like can- in training camp. But does he make the 53-man roster? I think he does. I think that for all of the things you can say about Howie Roseman, he has shown a willingness to cut bait on recent draft picks. He cut Donald Pumphrey after a year. It was also a fourth-round pick. But I think the Eagles are going to give Sharif Miller a chance. They didn't even get to see him in a game this year. And the numbers are, are, are heavy there. I mean, you've got uh, Brandon Graham and Derek Barnett and Josh Sweat who aren't going anywhere. He's not going. He's, 
he's not going to give up on Jannard Avery after trading right. for him middle of the season. So. Yeah, I mean, he even said they drafted him for the future. They right. want a full off season of him. So that's four guys already, and that's probably like they're going to need to add somebody else. Some they're they're going to bring Vinny Curry back, aren't they? That's certainly possible. <laughs> now, I will tease something for you. There's a good story by Zach Berman about how many Jordans let Vinny Curry. Uh, oh, so okay. Read that one. I say still Sharif Miller stays. Okay. Uh, defensive tackle. Hmm. Timmy Jernigan. I think Timmy Jernigan is Timmy gone again. I agree. Linebacker. Uh, Camus gone. Oh, Nigel Bradham. Did they exercise his uh, $8 million salary option? And and what is it about... Like he's going to count million? for. He's going to count for like over ten million you, you on the save cap. A little bit of money, but uh, it's it's really the the simplest way to, to think of it is: do they exercise this eight million dollar option or not? I believe that if, if you keep them, you're paying them. You're paying eight million dollars to keep them. Okay. It's, it's the very uh, simple way of looking at it. I believe that Nigel Bradham will not be back with the Eagles. I think the Eagles will release him. Really? Okay. Yes. Uh, cornerback. Hmm. We already said we think Mills is staying. We both think Darby is gone. There's really nobody else. How there. about do you think that Sidney Jones and Rasul Douglas are oh, both right. uh, the Eagles in training camp? No. I think one of them is gone. I think one of them will be And traded. I think more specifically it'll be Rasul Douglas that's gone. That's traded? Yes. I think they trade him for a late round pick. Okay. You? I think that one of them will be traded. I think that's probably right. Safety, Malcolm Jenkins. Well, this is the big one, Jimmy. And, you know, Malcolm Jenkins stood outside his locker on cleanout day and said that he will not be back for this salary. And I think that's fair from his vantage point. Yeah. Uh, he has outperformed the contract, and he does not have many opportunities left to get paid. From the Eagles' perspective, you know, Malcolm Jenkins is great. He is probably the number one leader on the defense. And he is so key to what Jim Schwartz can do. But he is not quite the same player that he was a couple of years ago. And I don't even mean in terms of effectiveness. I just mean in role. Uh, he's not he, – you can't put him all the way back as a, as a post safety. He's mostly a box safety these days. Uh, and, like, from a pure football standpoint, I think it does not make sense for the Eagles to give him a new contract. But from a leadership standpoint and – uh, you know, seeing the way that Howie Roseman has overvalued his own guys over the past couple of years, and, right. and knowing that Howie Roseman, you know, took the lessons of Joe Banner leaving, letting Brian Dawkins go to heart, and probably overcorrected in some ways, I think this is the most interesting test of holding Howie Roseman accountable for what he said at the end of the season, which is that uh, one of his flaws is that he overvalues his own guys. So. I don't even know if I'm willing to say stay or go. I guess I think it's, it's, my it's, head, it's I stay, but 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 I think that this is the most interesting decision from a Howie Roseman perspective. I think it's kind of unanswerable because we don't know what he's, we don't know what he wants. Yeah. So if if the if the question is, do you give him a bump in pay? You guarantee this season? You guarantee next season? Yeah, I'd probably do that. If he wants, you know. A significant, really, a significant extension that's gonna that's gonna keep him here for you know that's object you know that's gonna keep him here for three years. Then, uh, and, and do you want to passing two safeties at once? And 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 also, you brought up Dawkins before. When he left, 
it took him yeah. six years to find yes. the next good safety, which was Jenkins. Yeah. I mean, they had some terrible safety play for half a decade. Well, you like Macho Harris a little bit less than I do. And <laughs> Jared Page. Yeah. You know, Macho Harris, the one year that he started, this is like before I was I was uh, a journalist and I was actually just I was in sales and I was just an Eagles fan. I had every week queued up in the CD player Macho Man <laughs> by the by the village people. Okay. Ready to go. Like if he made a pick or forced fumble or made some kind of now, big were you play. Just watching these games by yourself? No, just if there are people there. Oh, if there are people there. Yeah. Okay. And uh, had it queued up, ready to go. And he did not make one single play. Yeah. Like, he didn't make any. Like, there were no splash plays at all. And I, I thought he'd, like, had a chance to be okay. I thought so, too. Nope. But, yeah, that's a good that's a good lesson. You know, can't cut a fifth-round pick to <laughs> step in and be a starting safety. <laughs> also, don't buy, a, don't buy a Village People CD <laughs> for some dumb purpose like that. Well, it depends on the cost. Yeah, okay. Like I don't else. remember what it cost. What does that license plate say? It says meat. Meat wagon? Yeah, meat. It's yeah, WGN, meat wagon. Meat wagon. Yeah. We got to go. M-E-A-T. Whenever I see a license plate like that, I got to, I got to, like. See what it is. I got to look at that. Like, oh, look at the person. Who's, who's in, yeah, I got to yeah. see who's in there. All so right, we're going to do that right now. It's a green pickup truck. It's a Ford. It's one of those small pickup trucks. <laughs> and it's a, it's a shocker of all shockers, a white guy. <laughs> Yeah. White, white beard. He had tinted windows. And he had tinted windows and Mardi Gras beads <laughs> hanging from the dash. And we're both holding microphones up to our face <laughs> and staring at him as we pass him. <laughs> <laughs> but we could tell him that we thought it was the meat wagon, the E-E-T we wanted to. We think the meat wagon guy is crazy. <laughs> he, thinks, he thinks we're probably more crazy. Yes, I think that's probably correct. <laughs> meat wagon, if you're a listener. Please let us know who you are. Hashtag meat wagon. <laughs> if you uh, if you know the meat wagon guy, it's Florida plates meat wagon. Give him our best. M e a t space w g n. Yeah. Is that, a, is that is that doxing him? Are we doxing the meat wagon guy? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I, I certainly hope not. I think something tells me meat wagon's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> he always is. Meat wagon always comes through. That's right. Um. What else is going on in your life, Jimmy? Uh, you know. Um, is this an interesting? No. No. I mean, the season's over, so that's good. I have some free time again. Getting some sleep? I got, oh, you I got plenty, plenty of sleep at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I'm excited to uh, finally oh boy. take a deep breath after this week. Yeah, so actually, like, when, when the season's over, there's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, that's like the it's like the question from uh, family members, uh, like extended family members who don't really know what I do. It's like, so what do you do now? Yeah, like, yeah, now yeah. The season's yeah. over. What right. do you do now? Like, You're going to cover baseball now? Like, I'm still like I still am covering the Eagles. There's a lot to do. Uh, you know. Yeah, the way I always answer that is like, you know, the NFL spaces things out. Oh, oh, we're about to get into Florida. Florida in five, four, three, two, one. Florida, we are in you. Boom. Florida, we have entered you. Always weird to me when you land in Pensacola that uh, you are in Florida but in a different time zone. Yes. Well, yes, right. Where does that cut off? I don't know where it cuts off, but I know that Pensacola is. America's Wang. Per, who said that on The Simpsons? <laughs> where? Was it Homer? He goes, America's Wang. And then whoever he was talking to said they prefer the Sunshine State. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's pretty good. And we're heading to PNS. That's right. Um, what was my question? Uh, I think we were, oh, right. We were talking about uh, when people say, well, what do you do now? Oh, yeah. So I just say, well, you know, the NFL spaces things out. You got, you got your senior bowl in January. You got your Super Bowl beginning of February. You got your combine at the end of February. You got your owner's meetings at the end of March. You got your draft. At, oh, right. Of course, free agency and all that, and all that stuff in March. Uh, skipped right over that somehow. Uh, draft in April. May, you start getting into some OTAs. And there's really a dry period from, like, June until training camp starts in July. That's the real... That's the offseason. That's, that's the real... That's, like, I got to write something every day. Five weeks. I got to write something every day during that period. You that do? Is, yeah. Yeah. I got to write something every day. Period. Every day. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, every... like So, like, I would say... I would estimate that in 2019, I didn't write anything in a day... Or at least Fewer than 10 times. Okay. Fewer or less, by the way. I know that's one of your gripes. Fewer. Yeah. Well, I used that correctly there. Yeah. But I, 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 I've actually corrected myself after hearing you gripe about that. Because I used, I used less. I used Jeff McClain. <laughs> less almost got uh, run over by Antonio Gandy-Golden, by the way, today. You weren't there yet for that, right? Yeah. Rain's coming down now. And he blamed Pensacola. me. Like, he blamed me for not getting out of his way quickly enough. Oh, really? Yeah. Then he was serious. Like, he thought that I didn't move out of the way quickly enough so that he could avoid Antonio Gandy-Golden. <laughs> that sounds, sounds like a fair complaint to me. Yeah. I wouldn't want to get run over by yeah. Antonio Gandy-Golden either. Antonio Gandy-Golden, of course, who has eschewed the... Hyphen between. Well, Andy we and debated Golden. about this. Yeah. I don't know if he issued it. I think it's yeah. I think it's a, an equipment mistake. And as Tommy Lawler said on the sideline, if I was him, I wouldn't have gone out there. I'm not playing. I'm not playing with my name spelled incorrectly on the back of my jersey. My divorce lawyer used the word "eschewed" all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> in what? In what? In what I don't context? know. He just used it all the time, and I like what the, the first time he used it. I'm like, I think I know what that word means. And I, and I just looked it up. He was like, yeah, okay, that's what I thought of. That's, that's what I thought it was. And uh, I was like, you know what? I like that word. And I started using it a lot. Like, I overused it. Are there yeah. any words that you overuse? There are, there are definitely, like, crutch words that I have, especially when I'm writing. That, uh, I realize as I use them, like, I don't need to be using this word. I use it too often. Do you, can but you I think can't. of any? I'm trying to think none of are coming to mind? None are coming to mind. Uh... I don't know. How often do you right-click on a word? Well, depending on what, what you know, kind of computer you use. But how often do you go to, like, the, the thesaurus? If, uh, I, do it, I do it if I uh, naturally have the same word, like, twice in a couple-sentence span. Okay. All right. Which that happened, uh, that happened I think, uh, once or twice in the Kelsey article. Because you're very uh, particular, or deliberate, rather, about... You know, you're phrasing on everything. On the word choice. Yeah. In those Correct. Long, in do those, I, do in I have the, that correct? In those features. In those features. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. When, when you think yeah. something's going to be widely read. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Or if it's, you know, if it's like uh, ranking needs and stuff like that, I'm not, I'm not quite <laughs> as worried about. Yeah. That's like everything for me. So. Right. <laughs> wow. That's right. Wow. Every, every now and again. That's how you're able to, to get them up every day. Yeah. Well, yeah. Volume business. That's the challenge is trying to come up with things that, you know, are interesting. But 
finding time to do that when you have to write every day. God, anyway. guns, and guts oh, made yeah. America free. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is the, is the sign that we just drove past. God, guns, and guts made America free. What is the likelihood? On the, should we do turkeys on this? Sure. Uh, how many turkeys would you say that the person who put that billboard up is racist? <laughs> Uh, am, I using turkey, of, am I using turkeys correctly that way? Probably not. But well, we'll just, we'll we can. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, you got it. Yeah, all all 100 turkeys have been shot by Carson <laughs> Wentz. <in> this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's not calling Carson Wentz racist. To be no, clear. no, of course not. <laughs> he's just the turkey guy, right? He just shoots things, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's no doubt that that guy. Uh, are you going to the uh, Are you going to the Super Bowl? It's not on a level. Uh, no, not, yeah. to, not yeah. to the Super Bowl. Nor is Shield. Hashtag send Shield to the Super Bowl. Oh, does she want to go? Uh, we he wanna, should go. We want to send him. He's a national writer, right? He is a national writer. Why, why isn't he going to that? Good it's ridiculous. Question. Hashtag send Shield. Come on, Athletic. You guys got some deep pockets. It's uh, the Athletic. The Athletic, excuse me. Um, the Athletic. Send Shield. It's going to write better stuff than, you know. Maybe, maybe, we can, maybe we can get him to drive down and do this podcast. Maybe, maybe this podcast is actually what's going to make it certain that he doesn't go to the Super Bowl because he's not going to want to deal with driving and doing a podcast. I love the baller move by Zach, by the way, to go to the Pro Bowl. And, uh, whenever Everyone else is thinking Senior Bowl. Right. He zigged when everyone's he's zagged. Zag Berman. <laughs> when is that? Is that Sunday? The game? Yeah. Uh, I guess it must be Sunday, yeah. Uh, and he's already there, right? He's there. I think the practices. He's leaving. He's leaving to, oh, tonight so or tomorrow. Yeah, okay. just so it's practices. So it's like the senior bowl? Yeah, yeah it's like the, the practices are, are he's the, just evaluating, the good access. He's evaluating the practices. Yeah. He talked to Lane yesterday. Yeah. He talked to Kelsey. Did he ask Kelsey if he's retiring? Yeah. Apparently, uh, there is there is somebody there who you would be surprised was Flown out there. I won't. I won't. I won't say it. Mm. But uh, well, Spadaro used to go over that there when he was in Hawaii, been right? Kelsey about it. Oh, okay. Another Philly reporter. Um, yes, technically. Okay. Oh, that's good. One more time. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think we're closing in on the Pensacola Airport. Uh, any, anything else you got to uh, you'd like to talk about? No, but this was. Uh, this actually made the drive go very quickly. Yeah, it's a nice uh, uh, start. Considering just pro tip, if you want to make your drive. <laughs> Go quicker. Do a podcast. Yeah. As you're driving. I'm not sure about the safety of it. But. Copper Possum <laughs> Antique Mall. Exit 28. On the left. Four miles. Copper Possum. Yeah. What, what, what was that? What was that company? Did it say? Uh, it's an antique mall. Oh, okay. It's the, it's the name of the mall. All right. Well, Clark I guess Sand Company. Clark Sand Company. Shout out. Little uh, plug for the Clark Sand Company. Yeah, our new our new sponsors. Okay, uh, I guess that'll do it for this driving episode of Birds with Friends. For Jimmy Kemsky, I'm Bo Wolf, and as always, we love you. God, guns, and guts <laughs> made America free. Indeed.
friends. 